Welcome to another exciting episode of the Miles Podcast. Uh, this is for November 30th, so you're probably hearing this on like December 1st or 2nd of 2018. And yeah, this will be fun. I, I haven't done one in a while or podcast. Uh, I was sick all last week and lost my voice, so you, no one would no one would have wanted to hear me attempt to force my way through a podcast. Uh, so fuck that. Uh, but I'm better now. Uh, I can breathe, which is great. Uh, something that's 100% underrated is uh, being able to swallow food. All right, um, I guess I'll get into my topics. My my most important topic right now is that there's a kitty cat next to me. Hello, Henry. I got my cat, and he's orange, and he's fat, and he's fuzzy, and he's adorable. And uh, the other day I went out and I bought a new office chair at Staples on Black Friday. And so now, Henry, he gets my old office chair, and he's just sitting there on a pillow. He's being all cute and fat and stupid, and I love it. But that's that's not a topic. That's not why we're here. That's not why you subscribe to the Miles Podcast on Podbean and iTunes. You're here for some reason. I don't really know what. Um, so I've got I got a ton of notes of, of things I, I'd like to just kind of ramble, ramble off. Red Dead Redemption 2 came out uh, recently, and I, since I was sick all last week, I, I had an ample amount of time to dump into it and really get to enjoy the game. And the uh, the build-up to the game for me was... I, I, I literally saw nothing about this game. I saw that they had an announcement trailer like a year, two years ago or something, and it all the trailer showed was like some people riding on horses with um, a sepia tone filter over it. I was like, whatever. I'm excited. I didn't know what to expect. So literally had had not seen any gameplay, nothing. Really didn't hear anything about the game. So I bought it, uh, the physical version of it, and I got it home. And as I've said on the previous podcast, I still don't have internet at my place. So that caused an issue because when I put in the discs to install Red Dead Redemption 2, my Xbox was out of date and the software, the Red Dead Redemption 2 software was too new and it wouldn't install unless I updated my Xbox. I'm like, shit, I don't, I don't know what to do. And so my, my options were like, bring my Xbox to, you know, like my grandparents' house or something. So I, I, was looking online to see if there's ways to do it and there, there's ways that you could download an update to a flash drive and then put it on the xbox uh and install it that way and that just seemed like a hassle and i didn't want to do it and then i noticed in one of the comments on youtube someone was being sarcastic and said just bring your xbox to mcdonald's and use their internet and i was like oh there's a 24-hour mcdonald's down the road from me i'm gonna do that so I packed up my Xbox in a duffel bag and I brought my, my office TV and went to McDonald's with a friend of mine and bought a cheeseburger and fries. Updated my Xbox at one of the booths. There's a picture of it on my Instagram, uh, Metal Miles 15. Feel free to follow. Um, and it's funny because it's the, the picture is just like me st- with a stupid smile on my face while eating a cheeseburger while the Xbox is updating. And then I got to play my game and it was fun. And Red Dead Redemption 2, I don't really want to talk about too much, maybe. I don't really have anything written down for it. 
but it's a fun-ass game. It's a lot better than I thought it was going to be, because I didn't really know how they were going to do the, the timeline thing, because the way the first one ended, the, the first Red Dead Redemption ended, I thought that was it. So it's, it's a prequel, and it's pretty good. I won't spoil anything, but it, it pretty much ends with the beginning of the, the first game. So, if you've played the first one, you know how this one ends. But, yep, it's cool shooting people, being a cowboy, getting cowboy points. Um, something that was kind of funny is the horse physics or something? Yeah, we'll call them physics. Your horse will fall over if it, like, hits a tree or uh, a rock or a cliff or a person. And then, you know, it'll tumble to the ground and you'll flop all around and whatnot. Anyway, so there's one point in the game where you buy a horse, and like, this is your horse. I'm like, awesome. I got my first horse. And it says you can name it. So I tried to name it Butt Stallion. And the game has a profanity filter, and it wouldn't let me name my horse Butt Stallion. And it's weird because, like, literally five minutes before in the game, like, someone got shot in the face, and then, like, one cowboy in the background is like, oh my god, what the fuck? So it's like, why would they put. A profanity filter in the game. When... Mm, sorry to them game. I don't understand Rockstar sometimes. But anyway, so the horse... You buy your horse. I, I ended up naming it Glue Stick. Because that's funny. And... Glue Stick and I went on many... Of... Many adventure. And... Pretty much about five minutes later, I, I was... Walking down a hill that I thought I could get down. And then... It, I guess I was wrong... And the horse fell and, like, snapped its neck. So I was like, well, shit, now I'm without a horse. Um, so I had to steal a horse from somebody and complete my mission of being a cowboy or whatever. Uh, I came up with um, some business ideas. They're, they're not actual things that I want to do or am actually going to do, but I figured that they would be funny. They're funny on paper. In actual practice, probably not. So I got two of them today. I don't want to say this is a new topic of Miles' stupid business ideas, but maybe it will be if I keep coming up with them. So, one of my ideas is those, um, you know those escape rooms that people are super into? I think they're stupid as anything. I have absolutely no interest of ever doing one. Like, it's supposed to be good for team building or friendships or relationships. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be locked in a room and have to problem solve my way out of it. But, that brings me to my idea of, uh, it's a good way to make extra money. So what you do is you go and you rent a storage locker and you fill it with all kinds of weird things and like clues and, and mystery things and like things that you think would lead to the escape of the room. And then, and then you get a group of hipsters and you charge them like $500 because that shit's expensive. And uh, you, you say, okay, now all the clues to get out of this room are in this storage locker. Good luck. And then you close the door and you fucking padlock it and you walk away and you come back an hour later and let them out. And you're like, oh, I guess uh, guess you couldn't figure out the uh, all the clues in there. Maybe next time. And then boom, look at that. You got some money. And you just, you locked some hipsters from the, uh, <laughs> from the outside world for a little while. Doing everyone a, a bit of a favor. So I thought that would be a pretty good idea. And then my other one, this one's kind of inappropriate, so, but it's funny. 
I thought about opening a hot dog stand. Uh, specifically in the mall. You know those weird kiosks that sell uh, weird toys or t-shirts and, and stuff? They're, they're in the middle of the hallway. Uh, they're kind of annoying. Up here in Maine, they're not that bad because the people who run them pretty much just kind of sit around and wait for people to go up to them. But when I go to the malls down in, like, New Jersey, those people are fucking assholes. They will, like, walk over and grab your arm, and they're like, come look at my wares, and it's like, ah, get the fuck away from me. I don't like it. Anyways, so my idea is a hot dog stand that goes in there, that, that goes in the spot of one of those things, and it would be called hot dog in a hallway, which is a, a very inappropriate uh, term, but it's funny. And one of the items on the menu would be the double-packed, in, in parentheses, it would be DP, and it would be a, a hot dog with, uh, with, with two hot dogs in it, in the, in the bun, um, because that's funny and uh, I'm inappropriate. Is it a viable business idea? Probably not. Um, I, I've, probably some people would buy, it, buy uh, hot dogs from there because they would get the joke, but if I had like a million dollars and I just could do whatever I wanted, I would probably, I'd have to do it for like a weekend or something, right? Who wouldn't? Right, Henry? No, you're just a cat. You don't know anything. You don't know anything about hot dogs. So in, in my uh, in my hometown, or this, this town that I call home, uh, there, there's a super fancy place down the road. They do brick oven bagels. And I've never heard of a place doing that. Apparently they also do pizza. But I've never never experienced when they they do the pizza because okay so it's one of those weird hipster stores that are only open like wednesday through sunday 9 a.m to 2 and that's it uh, and it's super annoying and it, it's very much a hipster place but apparently they do pizza at like i want to say it was like friday nights for like two hours but their bagels are amazing and i love it and I always seem to pick the worst time to go, which is like a weekend morning. And they only have one register. And it's a little iPad or whatever. And the dude behind the counter, it's, all, it's like a few different guys. But they're always talking to the customer. Which, okay, that sounds bad. Or it sounds like that's good that they're engaging with the customers. But they're just like, they're having a conversation with them. And it's like... Buddy, you got, like, 15 people who want to order a bagel. Like, shut the fuck up. Take my money. And uh, it's one of those places that, like, McDonald's does it too. And Wendy's. That they ask for your name. And I always hate when, when places ask, ask me for a name. Because I never want to give them my real name. And I never do. I always give them, like, oh, you know, I'm just... Giuseppe, and they're like, how do you spell that? I'm like, mm. all right, we're going to go with Batman, because I can spell that one. <laughs> but, like, there was this one time I was at this this bagel place, and I was like, he was like, so it's a name on the order? I was like, Batman. He's like, okay. And then I handed him my credit card, and he was like, what if I just put in miles? And I, I looked him in the eye, and I said, I won't come here anymore. So, I don't know what it is. It, maybe I'm just a crazy conspiracy theory and I just don't want the government to know my bagel eating habits. Which I'm sure they already know. But, 
This place has an amazing bagel, and it's a sea salt bagel. Oh, is it good? If you ever get a chance to have a sea salt bagel, mmm, delicious. And then uh, right next door to the, uh, the the super fancy bagel place is this Asian market. And as a kid, I went to a there was an Asian market down the road when I lived in a, one of the cities in Maine. It was cool, and and this one that's right down the road is is pretty neat. It's pretty nice. I like it. Uh, the the people who work there are just so happy. Every time I'm in there, they've just got these big smiles, and is they're just like they're singing along to the radio, and it's just great. I always have fun. But what I like to do, and the guy the guy behind the counter was pretty savage, uh, I gotta say. But what I do is I usually buy ramen there because they have just like a bunch of different flavors of ramen. So, anyways, last time I, I bought ramen, I bought like twelve dollars in ramen, which isn't a lot. Um, well, actually, it's a lot of ramen. Anyways, I got to the counter and the guy was like, "This this stuff doesn't take a lot of effort, does it?" And I'm just like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm buying it because <laughs> it's easy." Obviously. So I try to go there like once, I don't know, once every other week, pick up some stuff. I've got some cool teas, some some candies, some chips. I bought a spicy squid flavored um, seaweed chips, I think. I think that's what they are. Um, I haven't tried them yet. Who knows how they'll be? They might be good. Probably not. I probably don't have the taste palette for it. But that's okay. All right, I have written down. Um, it's a little. It happened a while ago. Uh, when when I was moving um, into my apartment, I was Hank Hill about uh, the moving company that I used. No, not the moving company. The um, U-Haul services. Uh, and if you don't know who Hank Hill Hill is, uh, he's a fictional character from uh, King of the Hill cartoon on Fox that ran for like. 13 years or something. It's a great show. Uh, you should watch it. But the guy in the show is very much like service oriented. Like I sell propane and propane accessories. Like that kind of thing. Like very much about his job. So anyways, I was kind of like him when it came to U-Haul because I like U-Haul. Oh my God. I had such a good experience there. And this this is not an advertisement for them, but like fucking use u-haul it's cool like the, their prices were pretty good and like i said i was hank hill about it i was like this is a good quality service at a reasonable price it was fun i liked it i got to drive a really big truck and that was cool because I, I never get to drive big trucks because you know i have a i have a car yeah i guess that, that's like a shameless plug for u-haul and something else that was cool is uh on the side of all the U-Haul trucks, you know how they have the, uh, like, a design or a pattern or, like, whatever? My truck had the Hubble um, Space Telescope. That was cool. But what someone pointed out to me was that on the side of all the U-Haul trucks, it's like a Where's Waldo because they have a little mascot. And it's like a little dude holding the U-Haul box. And I, from, from what I understand and what I've seen is... In all of those murals, they hide that little guy somewhere in there. So I was like, shit. So I looked at the side of my U-Haul, and sure enough, it was hidden. It was kind of, you know, like, the the section was like a sky blue, and he was like, I don't know, a couple shades darker, so you could see him. There was a contrast there. But sure enough, it was there. I'm like, holy crap. And then uh, 
I was in the parking lot of a grocery store, I think it was a couple months ago, and uh, there was another U-Haul, and I went over and I was looking at it, and sure enough, there was another one there. It was just a different mural, and there he was. I'm like, damn, that's cool. So next time you see a U-Haul truck, and you're, you know, you're up close to it, just go look at the picture and, like, scan it and really look at it and uh, see if you can find it, because it's pretty neat. I like that they did that. So now we're, we can move into, all right, I have it in front of me. The Miles Goodwill Find Corner. And this week, uh, I found, or over the last few weeks since I've been absent, I found some Dreamcast controllers. I think, how many did I get? Like three of them? Two of them? Two Dreamcast controllers and a Dreamcast fishing controller for Sega Bass Fishing, which I'm excited for because I don't have one of those, and I've wanted one for a while, so now I can, I can fully enjoy Sega Bass Fishing. For the Sega Dreamcast. Finally. I really didn't find much. I found some shirts. Woo. I'm sure that's exciting for everyone out there. But I did find Oregon Trail 4th Edition. And Oregon Trail 4th Edition is the one that has a bunch of um, full motion video. Because it's all on CD. And it's compressed as hell. And it the, the, the actors are wearing like super cheesy like dollar store um costumes and it's awesome um but the thing that sucks is i can't get it to run on my computer like i can have it on installed on windows 7 and it it won't it won't run even in compatibility mode it just it won't do it i have virtual box on my computer so i have a virtual um windows 98 computer on there so i was like all right i'm gonna boot it up into that and it runs, and it runs all right, but I, I can't get the sound to work. Um, I don't know if I just, I don't have sound drivers installed on my VirtualBox, but since I don't have internet, it's kind of hard for me to get the drivers for sound. And it's weird because, like, I've, I've installed other things on my Windows 98, and it's worked, and it had sound, but just like Oregon Trail, just it doesn't, it doesn't sound, which is weird. Something kind of funny is... And I, I swear, it's like every single night I drive home. I got like a 30-minute drive home. So it's like 1130 at night. There is one traffic light that I will hit every single night. Like there's a couple lights on my way home. And I hit a few of them here and, here and there. But normally I just zip through them. But there's one specific one that you like drive around a corner. And then you see the light. And it's like, oh boy, it's green. And then literally, it will turn yellow as soon as I do that. And then it'll be red by the time I get there. I'm like, why? And it's like, it's like every single night. Like, I cannot joke about it. I've never hit that light. Well, it's green. On the way into work, it's usually green and I can zip right through. But it's like every single time. It's like it's 1130 at night. Why are you turning red? And then I'll get up. And, I'll, you know, I'll stop at the light and I'll look both ways. And there's probably, like, a car. And it's, like, two miles away. I'm like, what the fuck? Why is it turning red now? So the stupid car, you know, it'll be, like, a minivan will putt through the, the fucking intersection. I'm like, great. Now the light will turn, you know, fucking green and I can go. No. Now the light says that I can turn right. And it stays red. 
And it's like, you fucking dick. I don't know why. It And it annoys me because it is literally every single night I come home. It's like some sadistic prank that the, the, the fucking traffic people are playing on me. It's awful. I should write a strongly worded letter to somebody. Speaking of strongly worded letters, I never uh, ended up over at the other town's uh, town hall to ask him about that weapons factory in, in elementary school. I don't know. If I'm ever over there, I will, uh, I will ask them. I actually have, uh, kind of, I wouldn't say it's a sponsor, but I'm going to promote something. Uh, my cousin wrote a book and you should go read it. It's on Kindle. It's called Deep Cosmos. I guess I can do my first, my first read of something. I should probably read through this before I, I don't know, do this. But I'm just going to read the back of the book. Uh, Never reading this before. Just spouting it off. All right. Deep Cosmos. Protect your sanity at all costs. Those were the last words spoken to David, a young survivor of Cosmic Five Tragedy. Of the Cosmic Five Tragedy. Uh, before he found himself fleeing for his life and seeking refuge in a galaxy filled with danger, mystery, and suspense. Hiding behind the mask of a nerdy space explorer, David recruits a young warrior woman and a self-obsessed space thug as crew members to join him uh, in his galactic adventures, hoping to lay low to avoid any unwanted attention. But after the galaxy is threatened by a criminal mastermind, With a lust for human life, David and his team must come out of the shadows and put an end to this menace uh, before he can drive humanity to extinction. Can David and his companions survive the challenges that lie ahead, or will they crumble into the never-ending void of the deep cosmos? There you go. If that sounded interesting to you, please check out his book on Kindle. Uh, like I said, it is called Deep Cosmos. It looks pretty cool. That sounds cool. I want to read it now. I'm not a reader, but I'm going to read it. Probably. Um, I'll probably read that a couple more times. So the next time, on the next podcast, that'll be a lot more, I don't know, better. Be like, boom. Like it'll be its own segment. I'll have it pre-recorded with sound effects. And music. Ooh, that's a good idea. All right. I'm just brainstorming out loud now. Ooh. All right. Uh, so anyways, yeah. Go check that book out if you've got Kindle. I know he would appreciate it. And I would appreciate it. So the other night, I was sitting at my, my computer. My computer. Watching some one of my favorite television shows. And I, I have it on, on DVVVD. Uh, Married with Children sitcom from, I think it was on Fox, from like the late 80s to the mid 90s. Um, I love that show. It's it's funny. Um, people nowadays, they're a little too, I don't know, critical of it because they're like, oh, it's just misogyny. And it's like, yes, but it's on both sides because like the main character, Al, will say something about his wife, but then the wife, Peggy, will say something rude to him. You know, it's it's back and forth. It, it's pretty even. But anyways, it came to my attention that this show, it's like a family sitcom. 
a dysfunctional family sitcom, and it's great. But it came to my attention that they made a comic book series, and I, it's like, what, why? Why would you make a comic book series of a show like that? But they did, and I have the comics now. There's there's a comic book store down the uh, down the road from me, and I called them at like 9:30 at night. They were just about to close, and I was like, "Yo, you got any of these married with children uh, comics?" And the guy was like, "Yeah, I got some of them." So he's got the the first full volume of them, and uh, a standalone one. And they're weird. So I went down, I bought them, but it's like, it's not what I was expecting. I don't know what I was expecting, but either way, I got like seven of them. I, I might do uh, like a standalone podcast about a review of one of them, but I don't know. If that's something you're interested in, I will be more than happy to do that. Uh, but I've been reading through, actually reading, um, reading these book comics and they're funny, but it, it's kind of cringy because it's like, I, I like the show, but this is weird translated into a comic book, but I guess they made like two volumes or three volumes. So I, if I ever get a chance, I might pick up some more, but, and I also won on eBay, a boxed copy of Rollercoaster Tycoon. That's cool. Um, so at the end of this podcast, you're going to hear some, uh, kind of synthesized music. You heard some at the, at the end of the last podcast, and that was just me kind of messing around with GarageBand and the, uh, the virtual keyboard on the, uh, computer. I'm just having some fun. Uh, but anyways, I got a actual little, like, mini keyboard for, um... I don't know, whatever people use these for. But it's got those little touch pads that people go like, boing, 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 like that kind of thing. Um, and it's, it's cool. It's not just that, but it's got a bunch of knobs and dials and a little thumbstick kind of thing. It's a lot of fun. So at the end of this podcast, you're probably going to hear something that I'm, I'll come up with. But now my desk is starting to get a little cluttered with, uh, you know, I got my laptop. I got this keyboard. I've got the uh, interface for my guitar. And then I've got my microphone set up here, so I think I've got to reorganize my my office. Um, also, I did uh, I did some maintenance on my seven string guitar, which was kind of fun. Um, I I bought a new pack of strings, so when I stripped it down, I noticed that my uh, the neck of the guitar or the fretboard was getting kind of gross, and uh, grosser than the normal like, because like when I change a pair of strings, I usually I always and just wipe down the, uh, the fretboard and get rid of all, like, the hand cheese and stuff. Because that shit builds up over time. Um, I, I watched a video online of, of someone who was taking, like, wood oil and uh, steel wool. A very fine steel wool. And so I did that. And, man, does this fretboard look fucking delicious. It's beautiful now. And it, and it plays like a brand new guitar. Because, like, the actual fret inlays are... Uh, you know, I kind of sanded those down so they're nice and smooth again. The frets, uh, you know, they, they absorb that, that wood oil. Also, my guitar was making some weird buzzy sounds, so I crammed some tinfoil in, uh, in one of the pickups, and then it stopped. So some kind of interference with the screws and the, uh, the pickup, which was odd. Either way, I've got to do that um, steel wool thing to some of my other guitars. I have too many guitars. <laughs> right, Henry? Yeah, you're just a fat cat sleeping. Let me tell you what. This cat, 
The cat is fat, and I love it. He's he's my cat from uh, when I was in high school, and uh, so I finally, when I was sick last week, uh, my mother brought a brought him over, and I've just had him here for like a week now. I'm still on the fence. I might keep him. Might give him back. I don't know. Gets a little annoying shoveling shit. Makes kind of a mess. But he's fuzzy and cute and sleeps all day. That's all I can really ask for in a cat. Why are you giving me that look, douchebag? Anyways, I got pictures of him up on my Instagram. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at MetalMiles15. That sounds about right. Also, subscribe to me on iTunes and Podbean. That's all I'm on. Alright, well, as I'm sure you can hear, the uh, weird music is starting to play. So, I will uh, come up with something for another podcast. I might do a, a dedicated movie review again, because that was, the last one I did was pretty popular. Um, people seem to like my uh, Jurassic World look so I might do one for next week no 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 promises no no fucking promises but uh maybe I'll do a movie review or TV review something like that anyways I will catch you all on the next episode of the miles podcast